the following podcast contains no freaking mention whatsoever of the coronavirus, you know, the freaking virus. Well, except this one. Fuck. trying to record this episode here for, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes, but the dark cat won't let me, because the damn thing wants my attention all night. He's lucky to have a master who works nights and at home, because he can then spend the whole night bothering me and not, I don't know, having to be told to go play away or, or get the, the, the water bottle thrown in his face, because he's bothering us all night long, which he does on the weekend, but no, he can just come here and say, hey, I don't want food, I don't want bother, scratch me, look at me, take me. He's been really a pest tonight, so I'm sorry you're going to hear my cat do all sorts of sounds, like trying to eat the mic, which is a good segue, though, not eating the mic, the cat is a good segue, because he loves seafood. Whenever I just open a can of tuna, he comes running, and I mean running, like he's a 500-pound horse. He's a brum, 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 brum. Even though it's this little thing, this 15-pound cat, when he comes, he's like cattle. He's really heavy. And I don't really like seafood. I never did. It's, it's, it's squeaky. It's chewy. It's rubbery. Sometimes it looks at you. Never like that at all. But um, I have really, really bad blood pressure, and the doctor told me that I have to cut on sugar and salt, but a lot. So what 
do you eat when you can't eat salty and sugary? Apparently you eat fish. So I've started trying to find recipes for fillets of fish, which my cat likes, but I don't. So please, I'm going to put out a call right now. If you have good recipes for filet fish or any kind of fish, please send them to me. And bear in mind, I don't really have hours in a day to prepare a meal because I, I have my two autistic kids and my, my partner, who all three of them have different tastes. So I have to make different meals every meal time for each of them. When it comes to me, I, I'm please, something easy and quick. So, again, if you have those recipes for fish, send them to me. And if you want, I'll invite you on the show and we'll discuss your recipes on the air and then we'll plug your show. Otherwise, welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years, because during the day, I take care of my two kids who are both severely autistic. Teenagers now, I should say. It leaves me very little time to keep my sanity. So in order to do so, I do this. Every two weeks, I play five songs related to one specific topic. This week, we do sea creatures. Not seafood, sea creatures. Which sometimes it's pretty much the same thing. We opened with Ween, Ocean Man. It was uh, the closing song for the Spongebob movie in 1999. And believe me, I could sing you that song every line by heart. Because my son, like many autistic boys, is obsessed with Spongebob. And uh, there was a time when he would watched that movie on a loop all day long, and we had to crack down on that and, and build, literally build a schedule of when he would be able to watch the Spongebob movie or any of the Spongebob episodes. But for a while, this song was just listening to it over and over and over again to the point where I got sick. It's been a while, though, now since I've watched that movie or was subjected to that song. So after a certain time, it was kind of nice listening to it again. Kind of cool. With with the distance now, I I can see how fun it is for a song. But I'm still not going to listen to it again for a long time. <laughs> Speaking of long time, thank you for being with me this week for the show. And let's go with the first two songs. Enjoy. Here we go!
bathroom. Right now? Yeah, kinda. Just go in the ocean, bro. Like a fish. What's with you guys and making me pee outside? Well, I have fun doing it. is a singer-songwriter from Northern Ireland. Her name is Birdie Mons Watson, but she's better known as Soak, S-O-A-K. That's her stage name that she chose for herself under which she records. Kind of a cool name, especially if you're going to do a song called Sea Creatures. <laughs> if you felt that she sounded like a child, it's because she kind of was when she recorded this uh, this album, her first album back in 2014. She was 18 years old. How awesome is that? Listen to that song again. The lyrics, it's kind of a, a folk soul mashup that I absolutely love. I can't stop listening to that one album. 
shame on me. I have not listened to uh, anything else that she's done since that album. I think she's into her fifth or sixth album now. She's still very much active. And for that one, that first album called uh, Before We Forgot How to Dream, she won the uh, the Irish equivalent of the American Music Award. I think it's called the, uh, the Irish Choice Music Prize. Anyway, she won Album of the Year. So really, if you did not know her, please take the time to listen to at least that one album. Before that... The Brian Jonestown Massacre, known as one of the most self-destructive bands to come out of the 90s. They were formed in 1990. They're still active today. They just released their 18th studio album in March 2019. This was from 1996. The song is called Anemone. It's it's pretty much their biggest hit. Pretty much it is their biggest hit. It's, it's uh, described as neo-psych. Whatever the hell that means. I honestly don't know what it means. I mean, there was a lot of words to describe music in the 1990s, like alternative and, and goth, but neo-psych, I never heard that. I never heard what it was, but I love this song. I played them last year on the first year of my show, a song that was called Open Heart Surgery, and I said, if you really want to discover who they are or listen to an m well, you just did. And this is the Brian Jonestown Massacre. I was pretty serious when I said I need to have some recipes. Because I could browse online, I could look for an hour to find some recipes for fish or seafood, but the thing is, it's always pretty generic. They're going to give you what it should be, what the, the recipe, the cooking time, the proportions of the ingredients should be, but then you have to read the comments for an hour to find out what it really is, and I don't want to do that because I'm lazy. So please, if you have done your own recipe, experimented on it, and found it Perfect ratio to perfect cooking time, perfect amount of ingredients, perfect amount of love. Please send them to me. And if you have a podcast, I will pay you back by plugging you on my own or talking about you on Twitter, on Facebook. I'll, I'll, I'll have the hamster do a promo for you. Speaking of which. We interrupt this program to bring you. With Big Chica Hamster. Yes, I'm Canadian. Yes, we say sorry a lot. If you think that means weakness and submission, boy, did your snowball melt away too fast. When I walk between you and the can of baked beans you were trying to score off the shelf and say, sorry, I'm not really. I'm indicating that A, I know that was rude, but B, I did it anyway. C, in such a way that you can't be rude back because I was polite about it, and there's plenty of witnesses to it, so if you act out, you're the asshole. When you cut in the line I've been waiting at for 15 minutes and I say, excuse me, I'm sarcastically offering my apology for interjecting you publicly to show everyone that you're an asshole. And if you think I was really offering my apology, you're dumb too. And yes, a lot of time it just means I'm polite, courteous, kind. And if that's something you feel needs to be mocked and ridiculed, you're the reason fascists are becoming the goddamn default. Bitchy out.
today to honor the short life of Fish. Fish was an awesome friend and an all-around cool little dude. Fish was great to go boarding with, even though he didn't really like to board. But he went with me anyway, because that's what friends do. Fish was the strong, silent type. He didn't have a lot to say, but he was there to listen, even though we only knew each other for a day. I'll remember fish forever. <laughs> they do it down on canvas and they do it at my feet. Blazing about the beach all day and night, the cricket's creeping. Squinting faces at the sky.
One of the songs for which people have most been looking for the lyrics ever since the song came out in 1980. People have misheard the lyrics, try to find what really they were saying. Thanks to the internet, it's now easier to find out what they were saying. They were saying not pulling the muscles from Michelle, but pulling muscle from the shell. It's Squeeze from their 1980 album. God, I forgot the title of the album. What was it? Let me see. The album was called... Oh, God. Argy Bargy. <laughs> How can I forget that? They were one of those, uh, they were one of those great new wave bands from the uh, end of the seventies, early eighties, the era where I grew up. So it's the music that I grew up listening to. Well, aside from the classical music and the old stuff that my parents listened to, but I was listening to uh, a lot of new wave music and Squeeze was always playing in my ears at that time. And I, God, I'm so thankful for that song. Listening to it again, it just brings back so many memories. Before that, the Canadian band, as I said, Metric, I am ashamed to say that I discovered them with this album. It was called Synthetica in 2012, but they had been active since 1998. They've won a bunch of awards here in Canada before that album, before the 2012 album. Last year, first year of my show, I played a song called Blow Up and Grow Away. Sorry, grow up and blow away. <laughs> God, I need to get some sleep. And, uh, well, this one is called Beating Underwater. It's, uh, it's one of their biggest hits ever. And I just, I love them ever since I discovered that album. Again, a shame that I didn't know them before that. If maybe it sounds familiar to you, it's because you've heard, uh, their style in the Scott Pilgrim movie, where there was, uh, Alison Brie is there with her band called Clash of Demon Head. The song that they're playing is a song by, uh, by, uh, them, by Metric. They did the music, well, in part for that, uh, that movie. That song that they're playing, uh, Friend of a Friend or something. Anyway, it was Metric that composed and sang that song. I'm gonna stop talking now because my voice is going. I really do need to get some sleep. Thank you so much for being with me again this week. I cannot tell you how good it feels to be back doing this, even though it's uh, 4 a.m. right now and I'm dead tired. I feel so good being back podcasting and i really i don't mind if i don't have a thousand listeners per episode the ones that do listen to me from the start you know who you are i love you so much and thank you for being back with me i'm leaving you with one final song as usual it's called um <laughs> sorry i am tired it's called we're fishes by radio edits from their uh 2007 album in rainbows the one that they uh, self-release you can pay whatever you want online i i I have to admit, I paid five dollars for the album when I bought it online. But later on, when I had a chance, I bought it in the, in the, in stores. I bought a physical copy in stores because I love reading it. I'm always going to uh, support and encourage them. If you have a chance, look up on YouTube. Look up "In Rainbows from the Basement." From the Basement is a series of concert, intimate concert, recorded actually in a basement studio bunch of bands go there and they, uh, they present their new album, Radiohead, went there for In Rainbows, also for King of Limbs, but really look for In Rainbows. It's about an hour long, and if you were not a fan of Radiohead before, if you were just a casual listener, believe me, you will be a fan after watching that little concert. They are magnificent. The song is Weird Fishers, the band Radiohead, and this is Anthony saying thank you. Have a good week. Hmm. 
Anthony. Kiss Mama goodbye. Anthony, will you kiss your mother goodbye? <laughs> <laughs>